0: Welcome to episode 219 of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This time around, we are looking at Season 9, Episode 16, William. The original air date is April 28, 2002. The average IMDb user score is 7.9 out of 10. And the action primarily takes place in Georgetown and right around Scully's head- home and FBI headquarters. A quick word of warning I do plan to record two podcasts back to back here about William and release, but I am recording during a thunderstorm, so there may be some unusual background noise. I will try to eliminate it. This episode opens with Doggett working late, leaves the office, and just after he leaves, someone else slips into the office and starts going through the files. Doggett leaves the elevator, realizes he's forgotten something, catches the elevator, rides it back down finds a file open on the floor, and is cold-cocked by the individual who was in the filing cabinets. He recovers his senses fairly quickly, and goes out, brings him in at gunpoint, and this individual is horribly disfigured. He says his name is Daniel Miller, that he's been speaking to Mulder, and Mulder sent him because his horrible disfigurement is a side effect of an failed attempt to turn him into a super soldier, and he wants to get revenge on the people who did this to him. He is acutely aware of some very specific details, enough that Doggett starts to suspect that he actually is a heavily disfigured Mulder. And when they do a DNA test, that seems to be borne out. It's a perfect match for Mulder. Scully has said right from the start, this is not Mulder especially since she finds out that the files he's looking for are not in the offices, but rather are in her home, because she and Mulder had agreed to get them out of reach of the agents at the FBI, because not all of them could be trusted. Mulder would have known that. This man didn't. So there's a lot of question about what's going on. In any event, Monica Reyes... John Doggett and Dana Scully are all at Scully's place while this man is supposed to be sleeping. Instead, he sneaks into Baby William's room and injects him with something. When they're at the hospital with Baby William, they find that he's pretty much normal. He's totally fine, just has a little bit of extra iron in his blood, but everything else is normal. I didn't find anything. And Scully puts it together, and she's the one that ultimately figures out how all this works. And with the help of Skinner, they actually get a full confession. This horribly disfigured man is actually Jeffrey Spender. The DNA matched because they are half-brothers, which isn't quite how DNA works. It shouldn't have been a perfect match, but we'll set that aside for the moment. That's where the DNA match came from, and he injected William with magnetite, the same type of magnetite that killed a super soldier Because he's trying to stop the alien invasion, so he feels this injection will cure him. And he will no longer be a super soldier and no longer draw the attentions of the people in power who are trying to get this conspiracy to go forward. Ultimately, Scully realizes she can never fully protect baby William. So for his sake, she makes the incredibly difficult decision to give him up for adoption. Now that we know that this was intended to be the last season of the X-Files, it was confirmed there would not be a season 10, even though that decision, as we now know, has been revisited, they're clearly wrapping up these storylines. So William is now out of the picture. Also, as we're getting to the end, even though this is two episodes after Scary Monsters, where Chris Carter told the general public, starting with Robert Patrick, that this would be the last season, I suspect Carter already knew. David Duchovny had said he would only come back for the series finale. And yet he's got story credit on here. It was actually Duchovny, Frank Spotnitz, and Chris Carter sharing the story credit. And Chris Carter did the teleplay. And David Duchovny directed the episode. So that's a little bit different than appearing on screen for the finale. I wouldn't be surprised if they went to Duchovny and said, hey, the series is ending, we want you back for the finale, and this was part of his negotiation, was to say, well, no, I want to do this too. Again, that is pure speculation on my part, but I wouldn't be surprised. So this is Duchovny's third and final directing turn for The X-Files. He does go on. So he directed House of D and an episode of Bones, as well as six episodes of Californication and an episode of Aquarius from 2016. This is also his last writing credit for The X-Files. He also wrote House of D and had previously written some additional material for Dr. Kat's Professional Therapist. And we are going to see him again before the series completely wraps up. As I said, Frank Spotnitz shares story credit. This is his last episode of The X-Files although he does have a writing credit on the next movie. Now, Chris Carter's writing credits include the I Want to Believe film, as well as more episodes coming up. It's a little hard to easily pick out which ones he's done and which ones he hasn't, because he gets creator credit on every single episode of the series. So as far as the IMDb is concerned, he's got 217 episode writing credits on The X-Files. If my count here is correct, he had one more written by credit in the original run, but then six more in the reboots. Now, as far as the cast is concerned, Sid Strittmatter plays Dr. Edwards. So this is the doctor that takes care of baby William and tells Skelly that, no, with just slightly high iron levels, he's good. She's got 60 acting credits to her name. She is still active today. She is best known for her work in The Lost World, Jurassic Park, Gone Girl, Good vs. Evil, and The Good Humor Man. This is her only X-Files appearance. Now, Chris Owens does come back as Daniel Miller's the alias, but also Jeffrey Spender. He was quite surprised to get the call when Duchovny said, Hey, we're coming back. Come on in. We, I want to use you. And he's saying, But you shot me in the face. He didn't think there was any chance he could come back. He'd even moved to Toronto at this point. And Duchovny said, no, it'll be fun. Well, for everyone except you, because you're going to be under all that makeup. And Spender, or sorry, Chris Owens didn't understand really what Duchovny meant until he showed up and actually got the script. This is not his final appearance just yet. This is simply episode 12 out of 14 for Chris Owens. Now Adam Nelson plays Mr. Vandekamp, the husband of the couple that adopts Baby William. He's got 33 acting credits to his name, some of which are still in post-production, so he does appear to still be active. He is best known for *Appaloosa*, *Mystic River*, *The Abyss*, and *O Pioneers*. Shannon Hale plays Mrs. Vandekamp, the wife in the couple that adopt Baby William. She is best known for her work in *The Intervention*. The X Files, Shop Girl, and Psy Factor Chronicles of the Paranormal. She has 16 acting credits to her name, and this is her first X Files appearance, but not her last. For fear of spoilers, I'm going to leave the details there a bit ambiguous. David Fabrizio has 43 acting credits to his name, best known for his work in the Get Smart movie adaptation, Superman Returns, Rendition, and X2 X Men United. Here he plays the ER physician in his only X-Files appearance. Daniel Monroe has four credits to his name. He previously appeared in Underground, Age of Insects, and Bible Madness. His appearance here as an ER nurse is his final IMDb credit. Annie Abbott plays the older social worker, so she's the one who actually passes the baby on. She is still working today with credits from this year. She is best known for her work in The Work and the Glory, this episode of The X-Files, Ghost Whisperer, and a role in the crew of the second X-Files film. Specifically, she provides some voices in the cast, so just some voiceover work. Now, Kirsten Van Holm plays the younger social worker who doesn't get out of the car. She has 12 acting credits to her name, but a number of producer credits, working on Snowpiercer, Krypton, Berlin Station, Mistresses, and South of Hell. She's got writing credits on all five of those series, as well as Rizolian Isles. And some of these are pretty significant. I'm seeing 9, 10, 13 episodes per series here, at least as producer. So she does seem to be more active behind the camera than in front of it at this point. Dan Shore plays the second ER nurse. It's pretty hard to pick him out here, He wasn't that noticeable, and I knew he was coming and was looking for him. He is best known for playing Ram in Tron and Billy the Kid in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, as well as other roles on Air Force One and Star Trek The Next Generation. He's got 49 acting credits to his name, some of which are in post-production. The most recently released title at the time of this recording is in an episode of the third and final season of jessica jones the marvel netflix series finally this is the final x-files appearance of james and travis Riker. these are the twins who play baby william travis would also play tagging buddy number one in chuck hank and the san diego twins which is currently in post-production and james has credits exclusively for the x-files either in archive footage or as an actor In some of these episodes, I still question how nerdy the parents are. If I were a parent giving birth to twin boys and my last name was Riker, they wouldn't be named James and Travis. They would be named William and Thomas. But maybe that's just me. This also has an uncredited appearance of Maggie Wheeler, who is one of David Duchovny's ex-girlfriends. She is probably best known for playing Janice in Friends. She was also in The New Parent Trap, Holiday Hostage, and CSI Crime Scene Investigations. In this one, she just does some voiceover for a lullaby. It's an uncredited role. We previously saw her in Season 1. She played Detective Sharon Lazard in the episode Born Again. So this is one that, again, puts the long-term story arcs forwards as the series is wrapping up. We get this conclusion episode for Baby William, and Similar episodes are still coming, so join us again in two weeks' time, and we will discuss release, which gives a wrap-up episode for a major part of Doggett's story arc. Thank you for listening.